Middlesex. Welcome to Lancashire Night We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet. If you go to redarmybet.com, you can get the very, very latest great odds and special offers on Manchester United games and also the added bonus of profit sharing back out with the support community so redarmybet.com for that we're on our way down to the League Cup game at uh, Swansea, our second trip in not too far amount of time apart to Swansea, we've already been there this season, a game which yielded a 4-0 win for United although I think that uh, that score certainly flattered again the, the performance of United we were uh, we were struggling at 1-0 and then obviously 1-2 went in 3 and 4 followed pretty quickly so um, I expecting you know a tough game tonight but albeit a different one um, it's the fourth away game on the spin for United fans I mentioned this on the podcast at Huddersfield at the weekend we had um, where were we uh, Liverpool that was it uh, then Benfica then Huddersfield and now we've got Swansea obviously a Swansea away in the League Cup midweek game that means a lot of people are having to take half day at work I reckon the fact that it's fell in half term uh, helps a lot of people from a work point of view Um, certainly looking around the coach (laughs) certainly around the middle part of it it looks like an entire fucking sixth form have gone Um, and they're being very very leery and generally getting on my fucking getting on my nerves to be perfectly honest with you thankfully I'm sat towards the rear of the bus and I've got some of the old timers with us some of the usual voices and we'll get a bit bit, get a bit of opinion on uh, the game ahead for them Um, obviously the weekend United um, caught for the first defeat of a season a long unbeaten run Um, only Jose Mourinho's 10th defeat as Manchester United manager but that coming on the back of probably a really really heavily criticised performance away at Liverpool and then a pretty pretty much a non-event that resulted in a win thanks to a goalkeeping error in Benfica it carried on a performance cycle that's really starting to cause a couple of United fans a bit of concern um, so it'll be interesting to see what the guys think about that um, I've got around me uh, I've got Clarkie I won't go to Clarkie in a minute it's a big anniversary for Clarkie actually it's uh, it's two years to the day since you got firebombed in a pub in Withinshaw yeah I've not brought candles or any or anything you can set fire to for the occasion I, I'm delighted that it's the anniversary because you've just been able to play me the video again yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a nice viewing for all concerns, to be honest, yeah. Did, um, did you ever get to the bottom of it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, and that's the end of the matter, isn't that, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, what's it like to play darts um, and have what technically was a bomb thrown in whilst you're throwing? Did it put you off? Well, I can't play anymore. I, I can't even be in the same room as a dart anymore without, without feeling like I'm about to get... Uh, yeah, it was it was quite a spectacular video. No, it was it was. I'm not sure if my my dancing was the best. Well, on the video, you're seen running away at speed to the left hand side of the pub. Um, oh, right hand side of the pub, no doubt. Um, what happened after the the camera went off? Did you were you like under a table or something? Well, yeah. You'd think when 50 rockets were going to fly around a vault, the safest place would be under a pool table. But you don't take into account the fact that rockets bounce when they're not exploded. So, so were you the target? <laughs> well, if you ask the rockets, it seems so. Yeah. So you weren't the target? No comment. No comment. Yeah, he clearly fucking was the target, wasn't he? Um, we'll get to the bottom of that one day. Um, I'll come back to you in a bit. Uh, Matty, 
I spoke to you um, briefly after the game on uh, at the weekend. Has your son stopped fucking striking yet? No, not really. No, still, uh, none of us were. I've ever been have we? But it was. Um, yeah, no. Well, not. I must admit, I've not been as angry as that about like, after a game for a while. I think the whole attitude, and I think we've kind of seen it coming. It's not a a result that, that's come out of the blue away from Old Trafford, really. So I think that's what's kind of disappointed it. I think we've we've seen it. You know, we've seen it coming. I think Mourinho afterwards actually gave me a bit of heart because he identified the, the effort, the sort of attitude in it, and we'll, we'll see if we if he can change it, but. Just on know. the Mourinho thing though, he called out a couple of players and he's had a mixed bag of feedback. Um, a lot of people are going, you shouldn't be doing that, you shouldn't be slagging off players. I'm sitting there thinking, good on you, that's what I want to see from a manager, calling out players, having to go at people who didn't put a shift in. What was your take on that? No, I think he was exactly right. That's, that's what I mean about, that's one of the things that have heartened me because I think for too long, standards have dropped at United and I think we've accepted it and there's not been enough of that and you know it, I mean, we, we said about before how many times in the last few years have, have we had bad defeats and, and the players have come out afterwards and said you know we we need to put it behind us put our heads down work hard and carry on and then it's repeat so I think I think it needed a reaction like I said I think maybe we'd have had the same reaction a few weeks ago after similar performances we, we might not have had that so hopefully it's, you know, you've got to be positive and hope it's a turning point but no I think I think the reaction is the one thing that is the possible good thing to come out of it Is Mourinho starting to look a little fragile again and a little bit much like the world and the job starting to get on top of him because I've noticed and I you know not through football because I don't really care too much about that but I, I'm a fascin- I'm fascinated by the behaviour of people it's what I've studied it's what I I read up on I do everything about it he, he just looks as if he's really finding things difficult in a minute he does and it's it's been a pretty quick turnaround like a year ago when he came into United his original thing was like he had the dream job he'd always been after which was you know everything he wanted then the first couple of months he seemed like everything irritated him and everything bothered him and then as it went on the season settled down and once he won the Europa League I think he looked like that was it he'd he'd had enough at the end of the season as everyone else had he was like right I'm going to go on holiday and, and leave everything else and then when he come back at the start of the season, he looked he looked tanned and fresh and smart in the suit. Everything he said was dead confident and the body language looked great. Even down to, I think it was against Swansea when he said about, you know, the old, uh, like, let the horses run free and all that. And, and then at, at Anfield, I think it was a turning point because he should have let him run free that day. I think I said it to you the other day on the podcast, like, we, we're a far better team than Liverpool and I don't understand why he didn't go for it a bit more than that and I think Chelsea, and like you say, he looks irritated now, he did the other day and then the talk about, you know, oh, well, I might not see my career out here and all that, he, he looks more bothered. Chelsea's a massive game for him now because I think I think we need to go and win in a big game like that. And well, you got Tottenham at the weekend. 
Yeah, well, that's another one. Yeah, you can see us not winning that. <laughs> but like, we don't. We do all right at home. He does. You know, we did all right at Chelsea at home last year. Away, mainly. Yeah, I think away. You know, we wouldn't have played that bad at Liverpool. Our league away record is absolutely abysmal. In the last, I think it's something. I've not got the actual stuff. It's somewhat ludicrous. Like we've won two out of the last eight or nine. That's what I mean. Away from away in the away big games, he don't go for it. At home, he was fine at Chelsea at home last year. All right, Chelsea was a little bit. Sounds like the kindergarten have started. They'll be singing One Direction songs, by the way, all. But no, I think he's. Um, I think he's. He's. He's not even as good as he realises himself. We should be going for games far more than we are. Tomo, um, is is the hangover from and the subsequent regret after that game at Liverpool and the performance? Where United, you know, in hindsight, everybody wanted us to go and read the place out, and now everybody's looking back and going, God, we should have just gone and torn him a piece. Do you think that's hanging over everyone? I think so, yeah. To be honest, I think, well, it's not a, it's not obvious to say, but it's, we're massively missing Pogba, to be quite. You can see that Pogba, it might. St- he, he still, he, he probably. <laughs> he still would have um, God's little born defended but I think Pogba does give him an out and even and I wish for it but even missing Fellaini as well and I think that's showing it that midfield is really poor at we are time. missing Pogba aren't we massively Matt, you can see just you know in, in, in the old money Pogba's the best midfield around because he can defend he can attack now you have to either be an attacker or defender what's amazed me is the, the media who, who were going on about the price tag of Pogba and now saying we shouldn't be missing him. You know, imagine spending £90 million on someone and then missing him when he gets injured. I mean... Uh, well, yeah. I think in terms of the hangover, I think there's something not going on with right with, uh, between him and Woodward. And he's leaking stories to Duncan, his lover. And um, it's coming out about him flirting with PSG. He's PSG are after him. It's in some article today. And do you know what? This is what you get with Marino, isn't it? About two and a half years in, but... Did you, did you um, I'm, I'm, I, I think it's fair to say that um, Jose and Duncan aren't in fact lovers I think they're just probably good colleagues who get on very very well with each other but <laughs> what I will say it was it was hilarious changing the subject oh, for one yeah, minute yeah, last night yeah. with the with the was best it the FIFA, the FIFA awards and the best coach award and Castle just went straight in there Mourinho he's, 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 he's just obscene he's very for Mourinho he's just obscene it's just shameless like, yeah, isn't yeah, it he's totally he's he's brilliant um, just on that though, um, obviously Ronaldo winning, no shock. Um, the gay are not getting a vote though. Unbelievable. That I mean, what are, they, what are they watching? It means keepers never can win it because. Well, Buffon got the votes. It wasn't about not winning it, it was about in the keeper category, he didn't get a single vote. Top 15. No, it's ridiculous. Well, he just nullifies it as any was sort it, of credit. Was it Peter Shelton voting? Because he didn't put him in a top 10. He, he just, just nullifies it as any he's quite clearly the best goalkeeper in the world by a distance so it just nullifies it as any sort of award but it got me thinking like, um, is he though? yeah or is he just a good shot stopper? because he doesn't dominate he doesn't dom- dominate his area but I still think that the reflexes his reflexes are about second to none no one 
He's better than Schmeichel now, and I rated Schmeichel, and even taking it, even taking away the cartwheel in shite and all we, that sort of thing. And we touched upon Schmeichel at Anfield, and how angry he was because um, Lou Van Hal had a better reception than him. That was the best. That was thing brilliant. That, that sums him up, doesn't it? That was brilliant, and then he was trying to calm everyone down when we were giving Robbie Fowler shit. Like right I'd rather have a pint with Robbie Fowler, I think, than Peter Schmeichel. Well, Fowler took it well, but Schmeichel wasn't happy. But exactly. We called him a cartwheeling bastard. Blackie, quick question. Um, David De Gea didn't get any votes in the World Goalkeeper of the Year last night. Not one. He's not even in the top 15. Honestly, nothing. Not, not even a vote. Well, that's disappointing for him, perhaps, not to be recognised as probably the best keeper in the world at the moment. But maybe it'll put off people bidding for him. Well, that's a good point. I'm gl- <laughs> if it remains a secret, I was Manchester, expecting you to yeah. link it to something to do with the uh, Catalonian independence vote. <laughs> well, I noticed that. Um, I mean, he is, he's, he's Atletico, isn't he? Atletico as opposed to Real. But um, it's all a bit strange, all that going on over there, isn't it? Because I just saw there was a guy driving in front of us before who had a Barcelona independence flag in the back seat of his car. Which driving through Walsall just seemed a little bit, you know, like. I don't think you're going to make. Your I mean, point. you're not going to make your point. You're just going to like enrage the locals, aren't you? Who, you know. You know, I, I have to say, I send his face to Andy Mitten who lives in Barcelona, and I would love to see his face right at this point when he's listening to this back, listening to him talking about the fucking independence. Can you imagine though, if we did, if we had a really like, oh, yeah. deeper, meaningful yeah. conversation about I, it. I think you and Andy, Andy should do. Feathers, I think though, you and Andy it? should do a podcast on it. Um, have you got over the weekend yet? And no, not at all. And from what I've heard tonight, we're going to get it's another it's another MK Dons. I've been told tonight, and we should expect a four 0 defeat. So on tonight, then, are you expecting a complete change in team, uh, youth, and kids, and everything else? I'd like to think that he would do but something. He's, but he's played strong sides in League Cups and Europa League, so why should tonight be different? I think tonight would have to be different because he hasn't got the backup for the weekend. He's going into a Tottenham game. Which he can't lose. He can't, we can't lose on Saturday again because it's. Just I don't ridiculous. think. He, I think. He, I think he can't not win it. Yeah, I think he needs to go out and win it. So to do that, he's got to protect the players that we've got. Right. Plan A was very, very good at the start of the season. Yeah. We knew that we needed a Plan B, and we had Plan B. And but unfortunately, they've gone by the wayside as well with injuries, and we haven't got Plan C. So Plan C tonight would be play the likes of Two and Zabi, play the players that actually want to play for the club who are decent enough footballers to be there what the fuck Fosu Mensu's doing over at Palace why isn't he not now be playing regularly would you not just send the side out that played against Huddersfield and didn't paint themselves in glory yeah. out again tonight um, what like naked send them out naked and just say <laughs> if no not for any other stop getting too excited <laughs> right okay um, I just send them out and then say you'll only earn clothes right to cover your shame if you put a bit of effort into it I don't think it was the effort I know he deflected for once he sort of deflected it back to his players about the effort because he picked up what Herrera says you know I don't want to start calling players because it is very early but the difference between we sort of protected Lindelof after that performance on Saturday the way that Lovren was completely hung out to dry by Liverpool um, and Klopp, 
Lindelof's completely different, he's got isn't it? 100% Lindelof's got to play tonight. He needs games. The only, the only way he's going to get through this as a United player is by playing games now. But he has got to play tonight. But wasn't it surprising that we started making. Um, we've, we've started to look at him in the same way and saying, well, De Gea didn't have a great start. Palace didn't have a great start. You know, um, Ever didn't have a great Absolute nonsense. They didn't have as bad a start as he's had. I, I must admit, yeah, but they weren't playing with Jones and Smalling. Do you know what, though? I think tonight's about. You say about playing the, the, the team at Huddersfield. I'd just play the team that played Palace on the last day of last season. Like Mitchell. Do you say Mitchell's not even in the squad? I don't know how the fuck Damien got a game at Anfield. Hang on at one minute, back. hang on one minute. I get all of that, but we're already into the next round, right? After this is the quarters, right? And we're the holders. Are you saying? Are you seriously telling me that we don't go and try and win this tournament? No, but the, those lads are good enough to get us through anyway. Like, no, but if Mitchell is a better left back from what I've seen in the last six months than Damien is, yeah, absolutely. Damien was brilliant. I, 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 no, think, no, no, I think Mourinho tonight. I think he will play a ninety percent full strength team. It reminds me a bit when we got was it the three games in a week we, when we lost the derby. I think it might have been Feyenoord last week, uh, last season, and. Watford in a week and we had Northampton and he changed his mind and I think he brought Pogba and Ibrahimovic when he planned to rest him and I think that'll be certain his point at the time was that we you know we've lost three we cannot lose a, another one I think Mourinho knows United can't afford but, but a defeat think, tonight no, but, but when we go on about we've and I know there are I know there are a number of our supporters who watched United right the way through so they watched from the under under nines under 11s under 17s under 21s and they're not called Barry yeah okay not naming names not called Barry but by any other name anyway um, I've forgotten his name we lost one comment I think at the weekend I didn't hear it back yet but anyway what I'm saying is that if we have if we have those teams that we're told we've got some great youngsters coming through we've got some great youngsters coming through and we talk about Mitchell we talk about Ang- what's he called Angel Gomez, Gomez. he's yeah. a midget by the way yeah, but I, we talk about Angel Gomez we talk about, they're about 28 everyone else puts their youngsters in at 16, 17 and says he's a great ours are about 23 now well that's why Josh Harrop ended up going after that Palace goal well, I didn't realise he was is he older than Marshall? It was his testimonial year by the time he got a game. You know, we're getting him in very late. But then we need to start putting him in, in games like this. I, I don't think the League Cup's enough this year. Like, it absolutely was the right thing to do last year, get a couple of trophies on and that. But you need these players to come in. And as I say, I think Damien at, at Anfield, he, he, he looked like Bambi on ice, you know. He looked like Clarkie in, in the Wendover that night with the fireworks yeah, around him. Yeah, I disagree because he gets a clean sheet. There was no clean sheets after me in the window. (laughs) (laughs) But like you know, I think he gets unfested. Like Ajax, clean sheet, and you know to stop them. Anfield, clean sheet. We'll then still give him certain games, but but give Mitchell a chance as well. He did nothing wrong at Palace. So what route do you get back into the team? Why have we got a left back in Shaw? Who gets who plays under 23s or well, I, I don't know if that's a weight thing for him in January. No question. Just a quick, where's Marie, in your eyes, where's Mourinho's head at in a minute? Because I think he's looking a bit beaten up at a minute. <laughs> I think Mourinho, what worries me about Mourinho is that he's a, he's a fantastic winner. I think he was the right person for us to have the job, and I think he is the right person for this job. I think he is the only one that could create this. What worries me is if he doesn't get his way. I reckon his head turns fairly quickly. 
you know, and he sees greener pastures. And I think in the way that world football is going at the moment, and the way that money is going at the moment, particularly with Qatari money, particularly with you know and the Middle Eastern money, before it all runs out, because it's all built on sand and the fact Trump might nuke him at any time. What we might actually end up doing is he end up might end up going somewhere else where he can build the perfect side. And if he can't start building a perfect side at United, he could easily get his head turned elsewhere. So give it gigs until the end of the season is what you're saying. <laughs> I would. I think I think, I think Mourinho is, is sort of realised I think if you could transport Mourinho back to the night of Stockholm he would buy probably four or five more plays than what he bought I think he was, well, he did didn't he I think he was, well no but he bought three but one of them been Lindelof who you know he's arguably United's seventh best centre back he's well, only bought who uh, did he actually want that well, he didn't well, get well he definitely wanted a winger didn't he but, the, the, yeah, there, there was Griezmann that didn't happen because of the ban. There, there is that he wanted Perisic left. There is the Bale rumours. None of you know, none of them happened. The, the left, well, you're always going to miss out of players. But I think you know, if you look at last season, we finished sixth because we didn't score anywhere near enough goals. We replaced Ibrahimovic's twenty odd goals with Lukaku's twenty odd goals, and we didn't buy another attacking midfield. Now, although. Matic has given us more freedom. We didn't sign another attacking player, and I think I think that's what we're seeing. Why we're so bad away from home? Are we, are we are United fans who just what two weeks ago being unbeaten, scoring four pretty much every week, three wins in the Champions League, into the next round of League Cup, you know, chasing City on level points in the space of two weeks? Are we starting to sound like slapped asses a bit? I think yeah. a, a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it's. It's. I think people are worried about the reaction because everyone's yeah. going to have bad results. Everyone's going to have a bad couple of weeks. And it's, if we go on and win, you know, I think we're capable of winning five games out of five, or six, like we did at the start of the season. I think the issue we've got, which didn't happen last year, when we then did go three, four games without winning, we went in our shell again for a couple of months. I think if we bounce back out of this, and obviously we've got a massive week with Tottenham and Chelsea, and we win six out of the next seven and get a draw in the other one I think then we can start to look at but I don't know I, I, I just don't think we've got enough good plays in the final third I don't think we keep the ball I think, and, uh, I think Mourinho is, himself is still in that stage where he's still genuinely surprised at how quick people are to have a go at United and how quick they all get on the bandwagon and I think he, he, he quickly needs to start thriving on that like Fergie did and not moan about it not get a slack ass about it and turn it round onto everyone says you shit everyone thinks we're going to get beat so you know a bit of the siege mentality if you read the match City are though are we all moaning because of what City are like City. Rather, what... forget City they're, they're, they're just you have to forget City because they're not City are they City, City stopped being City a few years ago they're reinventing themselves reinventing the badge there is a, there is a Mourinho doesn't always help himself though like he's as we said the other day he's he always says like I don't like it when the waters are too calm and even when it's going well he was it seemed like he was trying to provoke things a little bit earlier in the season so I think he does sort of take on board that thing that everyone hates United and that but he's just not himself do you not worry you a little bit I and mean, you can go by go by the match reports in the United we stand of going from real highs to real lows it's almost like a you're fucking right them I know exactly 
<laughs> but, but but that reflects that reflects that utter high that we had when we had a when we had the, our first team out, if you like, of actually playing the way that we wanted to and scoring goals. So now this, we know like we talked about. I always C. find that Steve with those articles. Like, you're reading it from the start of the month and you're like, oh yeah, it was going so well at that point, and you know the bad well, stuff's coming by the end, and it's like well, it, and it is getting closer to the end of the month payday, and he just got the ump. What do you think about Menino? Do you think that? He started to have a go at the fans a little bit, in a, in a little, in, in a sort of like, um, well, how can you say, understated way, in a, in a way that he's just mentioned it. Do you not think that when you go to Old Trafford, we want a team that we can sort of like, that gets us up as opposed to us having to get up? And it might be an age thing I here, think it's but. It's a bit of both, isn't it? it always I, I'm just going to ask Carl here, who's. Carl, you alright, mate? Hello, mister. Good to see you. Um, Mourinho's having a pop of players and fans of late. Um, I'm of the view that the players deserve that at the weekend. Um, but you're one of these guys who's been going since, well, decades ago. What's your thoughts on that? I think that um, a manager of a football club has every right to call up the individual performance or a collective performance of his team if they're not putting it together in the way that he is instilling in them then questions need to be asked and those I know that Fergie was well known for keeping things behind closed doors and he was admired for that and because of that he gained a huge amount of respect from his, his playing staff but if you've got a player who's coming on match of the day and then who is publicly stating that the attitude of the team wasn't such that should have been for a, a, a club of the stature of Manchester United, then you've got to ask the question, well, what, 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 what is it that gives that player the green light to come out and say something do, like that. Do you not think? Could you not forgive him a little bit the fact that it's Herrera and that? I'm not. This isn't an excuse, but English isn't his first language, and his understanding and his way of explaining things may well have just been a little bit misunderstood. It's quite quite possible, but what Herrera said really explicitly wasn't it about his individual performance and his individual attitude. It was about a collective collective attitude about the team. And if if anybody is going to speak about things such as that then that's the manager's job not a player yeah and think that when he's looked at it though he's looked at a Huddersfield side you know they used to say there's all this thing isn't it oh these foreign players wouldn't like to go to a Stoke on a blustery Tuesday night and get you know they don't like it up and take dad's army type crap but the thing was was he perhaps not trying to just say that actually we were surprised we had a game plan we were surprised and actually once they'd scored we were a bit because Lukaku had that shot didn't he within about what a minute or two minutes I can't remember if that had gone in that's probably game over for United because we would have they would have been down straight away but actually they picked up momentum as it went along didn't they because it was blustery because the ball was flying over Lindelof's head and he did misjudge one but actually how, what, there was Hurricane Bright I mean what a ridiculous name for Hurricane Bright but there was things other things that made him reasons why we weren't performing like we like we should do no, I, I agree with you on that point. But but again, if, if what Herrera is saying is that our attitude wasn't right, then that could suggest that they were taking it for granted that this Huddersfield team were just going to roll over and let United fucking batter them anyway. But if you we're, look at their results, that that's, that's what happen. people have been doing to Huddersfield. And they shouldn't have been on the pitch with United in terms of the way that they played. 
but there was a level error in the weather and I think maybe he was saying actually they wanted it more because we expected to be able to play our game I think Sunday uh, sorry Saturday was the first game where I think every game we've played so far even at Anfield was routine there was no way that game was going to end anything other than nil-nil yeah. all of our wins have been routine Saturday was the first game where someone on that pitch Robson or Akeen even a Rooney um, would have gone out of their way to change something on that pitch and make a difference and what I saw on Saturday at United was no fucking leaders on the pitch whatsoever. No I agree and and I I was expecting Matic to step up to be honest given the role that he plays in the team and given his previous performances and and his current form well yeah you know you're absolutely right Andy you know stepping into Pogba's shoes saying right I'm going to orchestrate everything about this next fucking 90 minutes and everybody's going to play their part but, but no, he that it, player, it, is it didn't really happen Matic is perfect foil for Pogba yeah. or if you're going to start the football up further up the pitch for plan B which you put Fellaini up and start playing football at the halfway line or just over the halfway line he brings it down we play from there without those two we're having to play football from just in front of the back four back four can't play football Matic is starting back he's got Herrera running around like Dill the dog and then he's got two players in Mkhitaryan and Mata who are not wingers but we insist on playing and wide on the wing instead of just inside Lukaku I think there's a concern with United as well that we're, we're almost becoming a little, little Arsenal-esque that you know when the season starts everyone's fit everyone's confident in the sunshine we, we, we play good football we, we we get some real good results on the ball and then as autumn gets as we go to these diff, you know difficult away games newly promoted clubs we struggle the, the heads go down and the effort goes down and we fall away I think you know Arsenal have done it for years and there's a little bit of that and I think you know I, I whether Herrera is right or not I, I think he was right I turned to Neil after about five minutes on Saturday and said we're, we're in trouble here you could just see it in the faces of the players and and I, th- I think there's a concern of not what's going not, both years we've lost Pogba though both both autumns we've lost Pogba exactly. and, we're, and we're massive because we have nobody with the composure the ability the creativity at some point someone is going to actually admit that we miss Fellaini a lot lot more we named yeah. it uh, Dave quick one uh, before I get a prediction just saying obviously United have uh, hit the bit, bit of a brick wall um, we've um, obviously not performed well at Anfield we've lost a game at Huddersfield we didn't play very very well in midweek the managers getting critiqued the players getting critiqued so I just wanted your opinion on why you've got a woolly hat on with goggles on on the inside of a coach well basically I had uh, obviously I was in Lisbon with you with you lot during the week and stuff like no that and I'm like I'm like right, right I, need to, I, need to, I need to sort myself out so obviously being 21 you still get like right well I've, I've answered the question basically I had, I had a big red spot on my forehead and I tried to pull a team I got a Simon Weston myself that's all <laughs> What was your original story? Well, can I, was, 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 was the tea bag the size of a mattress? Uh, no, but it's it's look, big. you do it was, look pretty scorched. Yeah, it was it was a Yorkshire tea bag. If we if we are going to talk brands, garbage shop. Oh you do look in, you do look in a bit of a state. Yeah, he's got his whole his whole head just looks mangled. So right, uh, quick prediction. Um, score tonight. Three one United. Four one Swansea. <laughs> I got two nil United. Can I just hopefully not after extra time? Oh please fuck no. Penalties. Uh, nil nil and five four United on extra time. 
I, th- yeah, I, I, I actually think we'll win I think we'll see a strong United team and they'll win 2-0 no. I think extra I genuinely think extra time penalties and we'll we'll get back into Piccadilly about <laughs> 5 o'clock in the morning 2-1 United okay, quick plan if we do if it does go to extra time and we're not penalties, staying. we're, go- um, we're going in <laughs> If we got a plan, are we going? If we get, let's say we get back into they Manchester at say five team. A or so, if we get back at five, because I think we'll be on. I think we'll be getting back at three. Press club, Fab Cafe. Are we Fab Cafe in yeah. it? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, the, then to the coffee pot. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then and then to it. the moon underwater. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> Casino, yeah, we'll Your do all of that. I'm going. Um, yeah, I, I, I think United. Will, I think United will shade it tonight. I think it'll be two one, but uh, we'll be back after the match. I'm, um, I'm actually serious about the Fab Cafe. If everyone's still up for it, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, none of us are in doubt about that. <laughs> it's a hideous <laughs> place. Oh, it was a great day. Well, that remained one of our finest one, yeah, days. I can't remember where we've been. Anyway, we'll be, uh, we'll be back after the match. See how bad those uh, predictions were, and also how bad that turn. What I what I thought was quite a lot of doom actually. Um, we'll see whether that, see whether that transpires or not, or whether it's true or not. But uh, we'll see after the game. time at the Liberty Stadium here in South Wales where United have had an absolute stroll winning two goals to nil. Two pretty decent goals it has to be said by uh, Jesse Lingard so uh, unlucky there Oliver Holt. Uh, we're still in the ground and you can hear cries of Wembley. More players are coming to United end than they did at the weekend which is nice to see. As always, Chris Smalling, I give him quite a lot of grief, but he certainly knows how to value the support, I'll give him that. As I said, strolling the park United, pretty much a solid performance from just about everybody. A uh, bit of a surprise that he thought, found some reason to bring uh, Two players on in Matic and Lukaku who are probably going to be better off waiting until the weekend, but it uh, looks like they've come on and had a run around with no arm done, but that could have backfired. Uh, great performance from Romero as well. Um, Swansea didn't threaten a huge amount, but they did have two pretty good chances and he made two really good saves. Good to see two of the kids also having a good game as well, um, so that was nice to see. So yeah, good night for United. Hopefully that'll put... Uh, some of the doom and some of the misery that's been floating around to one side for a little bit. Uh, we're nicely into the next round and uh, hopefully we'll get a nice, decent long haul away that isn't Crystal Palace in the next round. I think the draw's tomorrow night. Is the draw tomorrow night? Yeah, the draw will be tomorrow night. So we'll, uh, I, think, I think when we did the last one, we were able to do the draw live while we were on the podcast. But... Um, yeah, tomorrow night we'll have to wait. So yeah, everybody will want an away game, I would assume. I'll uh, ask a few people when I get out of this uh, Meccano set to see who think 
who people are looking for and who they want to get in the next round. Carl, I like that, wasn't it? In bits, two good goals. I thought um, some of the football at times was really disappointing. It's the Swansea were on their asses. But in saying that, I'm not really sure why you're asking me my opinion, Steve. <laughs> I thought we were going to get twatted 4 1. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You're not going to be happy at well as a Conservative government, no matter what United no, do. No, I'm not. No. Speaking matter. of which, <laughs> lucky, all right. Oh, yes. Uh, where do we want to go in the next round? Bristol. Bristol Bristol City away. Are they still in it? I think so. Yeah. Don't they play Palace tomorrow? So we don't want to go to Palace. Well, we don't want Palace. Because it's about 17 hours yeah. to get there. But I think uh, we haven't been to Aston That Palace was murder for us last year, wasn't it? Because no, if you remember, you overbooked the coach by <laughs> several... So, which it resulted in me driving a lot oh, of people down. Yes. Yeah. And then I had to... Well, I got there late as well. I ended up putting my car on someone's drive. Well, we, we ended up running up the road. Yeah. yeah. I, I ended up parking on someone's drive and posting money through their letterbox. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, uh, that was a comfortable, yeah, comfortable round, wasn't it? Yeah, it was comfortable. What you want is another comfortable round through. Get through another round. You know, somewhere like Bristol would be a good place to go. It'd be a good atmosphere. We'd have to work hard to win. But it'd be enjoyable to go back down there. It's always a bit, you know, it's, it's a bit tasty. Isn't it? it's it's good. So I'm quick word for United Podcast, how are you? How are you, lads? Good to see you. Yeah, right. I've not seen you since Norway. What yeah. would you like me to say? Uh, that was all right tonight, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, of course it was. Uh, anything's, anything's an improvement after right. Saturday at Huddersfield. Right, so where do we want in the next round? It's away. Leeds. Leeds. Are they still in it? They're losing 2 1 at the moment to Leicester. Oh, you're joking. Oh, that would have been great, wouldn't it? I forgot they were still in it. Yeah. Oh, that shattered all my dreams. How was your trip down all right? Yeah, sweet Steve, sweet. I'll take you easy, I'll see you soon. How are you mate? Hello buddy, how are you? Yep, you're on my United We Stand podcast, how are you? Uh, Sorry my friend? You're on the United We Stand podcast. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good, how are you? Um, Around the corner for you this. This is a nice one for us. Is this a home like, this is, like a home? This is, home when you lads go home now today, right? <laughs> you just think of us well, as we do this every week, right? <laughs> it's 420 mile round trip for us. And uh, how far is it tonight, about 50? 19 miles. What, round trip? Night, no, it's 38, 30, 38 round, 30 trip. round trip. Back to Newport. But saying that, mate, we left at five a quarter past six. Are we still just about made kick-off? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking useless. That was all right tonight, wasn't it? Well, I, I, I think Mourinho's Boxing clever because it's a massive game on Sunday, uh, Saturday. Massive game on Saturday. We're playing Saturday. a good side, aren't we? I, I think uh, we got to have our wits about us on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, everybody raves about Kane and all that. But uh, yeah, we we, we got to get it right Saturday. Yeah, hey. We're going to drive back, we are, mate. All right, mate. All right. See you, boys. Nice to see Where do you want in the next round? Where does, a, where does a South Wales man want in the next round? Do you know round? what? i I, I got to be honest. I've been watching uh, Bristol City's results over, the la- over this year. Apart from the stuff they had against Leeds uh, on uh, Saturday, they've been playing some good football. That'd be nice for us well. So that'll, be another, that'll be another, uh, another just a short hop for you. Well, to be honest, where was the just last a hop time? Hop over the where, bridge. Where was the last time? People like me and you. 81, I reckon. I know, me and you remember things like that, right? Yeah, yeah. But I've got to be honest, some of these people I, I, I see watching United now, I've got a bloody clue, not a clue. <laughs> Safe trip for all 90 <laughs> miles. Exactly. Look at this, look at this. Oh, I've had him on, I've had him on, don't worry. Oh, I know exactly. Yeah. Gentlemen, podcast, how are you? Hey, mate, you alright? Yeah, good. How was your trip? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Loved it. Yeah, so, um, you've, been, uh, you've been tucked away. You've just joined the army, haven't you? Yes, I have. Yeah. So, you've been away how long? A year. A year. So, you're on a bit of leave? Yeah. Yeah. 
So it must be a good bus to get out of oh. all that military bullshit and Christ. go on the United away to it. And you're the same, aren't you? I'm the same. Yeah, yeah. So how long have you got off? Uh, a week. Yeah. Till Monday. A week, till yeah. Monday. Till a Sunday. Right all right. Then. Will you catch the, will you get home for the Tottenham game? Well, Trafford. Thinking about it. Yeah, oh, it, it. Weren't, it weren't in the plans, yeah, but... Really, it? Of course it has. Just go, yeah, just go up there, you'll get in. Yeah, yeah easy. Oh, what do you make of the game? Right. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I've had a few beers, but... <laughs> I know you have. Um, well, I met you in the pub at about half Yeah, <laughs> and I thought, I thought we played all right. I think there's been a big overreaction well, to the last... There's been a big overreaction to the last 10 days, yep. and I think... United, it, it was many, yeah, yeah, and it was it was what we expected. You know, I didn't expect us to come here and win eight 0 Speaking of overreaction, Lingard doesn't have to do much to get slagged off, but two great goals tonight, wasn't it? Yeah, he played well on yeah, Saturday as well. Yeah, I mentioned, I I mentioned well, that. Well, if you listen back to the pod on uh, a lot of the lads who I talked to after the game, yeah. were saying that he was probably our best player. So yeah. we carried that on tonight. Didn't yeah, we just got the job done tonight. Yeah. Did what we had to do. Yeah. Uh, next round, then, who would you want? Is there anywhere still in the tournament down? You're based down Salisbury way, yeah. Salisbury. Yeah, Is there anyone left that's down that way? Bristol City went through tonight. Did they? Have they gone through? They beat Palace four-one, I think it was when I last checked. Oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Um, Leicester went through, so Leeds are out of the question. Yeah, that's gutting that. Um, Wolves might are still drawing with City, aren't they? Wolves are drawing with City. So that must have gone into extra time, I would have yeah, guessed. Yeah, so no, no, no. They, they kicked off later. Oh, Did right. they? Oh, City yeah. will win that about 4-0. Four, four, four it's 8th, 5th minute, so yeah. Christ. Nah, they'll still win that 4-0. Um, there's no one in particular. So I mean, I'd anywhere, there'll be, be a... Yeah, you're in two minds, whether you, you want a, a it's good... Shame when, um, it's a shame you weren't down there when we played Aldershot. Yeah. That's down your way, isn't it? Yeah. Christ, when was that? It was about, well, I tell, you, I tell you, it was absolute murder down there. What is it about towns where squaddies end up living? Because everywhere you, every you go, everyone's just mental. Yeah. That's how many visited Oh, no, you know. <laughs> no, we had loads of Miver that night. It was everybody just watching. When was that? It must up. have been years. I reckon, oh, I don't know, six, seven seasons ago. Might have been right. longer, I don't know. Yeah. But that's, that's down that way, isn't it? Didn't join the army at 15. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we are. We get. We ain't got the best reputation. I'll put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got. You'll have to behave yourself. So that'll be good. Um, see you in a bit, boys. Uh, Matty. Yeah, nice and easy, wasn't it? The um, they more or less did the opposite to what Huddersfield did, didn't they? They stood off us, made it, let us have the ball. But I thought young lads did well. Two and Davian, who I think's a great defender. Anyway, I think he needs. That's how he was. I couldn't pronounce yeah, his name. Yeah. I think he needs I more of a shine. him as the young lads yeah. before. I thought McTominay as well didn't look out of place, but it's kind of what we needed. Where they wanted a nice, nice kind of easy ride of it. I thought Lindelof still looked an absolute bag of nerves, but I tell you, he doesn't look a bag of nerves, and I can't praise him enough. Is Romero every time he plays for United, he just He's, does nothing wrong, does it? Well, he just I wasn't he talking did, to you. He made two or three. He made two or three good saves. It's like in the summer, well, you know, he's when handling the, as well. He doesn't yeah, when the when the De Gea sort of rumours were in the summer, I said at the time we'd have to sign a hell of a keeper to make it worthwhile. Not just having him as your number one key. There can't be a, a better number two in the world than him. Um, but he, he does. He just just never lets. I think he's made one mistake here, funnily enough, when he first signed, and that's it. Yeah. You know, he just he, he didn't let us down in Europe last year, and, and same again so far. So he's anything. Where do we want to go away to in the next round? Well, we're just discussing that. There's not that many great ones, so we reckon Leicester away will, won't be too bad. Um, Bristol, surely. Oh, were they through? I think they beat Palace. Ah, right. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I've not I've not been Brit- yeah, either. Brit- yeah, no, Bristol City then, yeah, if they're still in it, that'd be a good one. Yeah. 
yeah, Leicester, um, I mean, Christ, if that's if the letters, that'll end up being before the Christmas. Well, I Christmas hope so, otherwise we won't get an allocation <laughs> of it after. Can you, I, I reckon, uh, a mate of mine who's a Liverpool fan, um, obviously they're playing on the Friday night away at Arsenal at quarter to, quarter to eight. Oh, are they the Friday? And they reckon, yeah, yeah, we're just recording a podcast. We do just recording a podcast for United We Stand I'm to say hello. Hello. Yeah. How, has everyone behaved? You know, I did. Are you a United fan? I am, yes. Are you? Yeah. From down here? Yeah. Well, so, have you always lived down here? Yes. You're from South Wales? Yes. So, how did you end up being a United fan? Uh, I don't know. When I was about six, so about Do you ever go up to Old Trafford? I have, yeah. Yeah. Fab. Yeah. So, when are you next coming up to Old Trafford? Not sure. Not sure. Work. Do you ever buy our fanzine? United We Stand, you should do, it's great. Should, you know. You should do. And you should download this podcast now that you know you're on it. Has everyone behaved? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Really good. Good. To be fair. All right. You want me to get on this coach and go home, don't I you? Do, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of nervous police looking, They're wondering right, yeah. what was going yeah. on then. Yeah. You're in yeah. Yeah. She uh, she clearly fancied all of us. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um where were what were we saying? I can't remember what we were saying uh, before. Next round, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next round, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah no, but yeah, Bristol. Really so I think Arsenal were drawing with uh, Norwich, so that'd be Norwich away midweek. That's one to avoid. I heard they were getting beat at one point. They were, I think, but I see it just coming out of the ground on their scoreboard. But uh, a bit bigger test now when it's Saturday. But it's, I um, what did you make of him um, bringing Matic and Lukaku on two 0 up in the game one? I found that odd. I found it odd. I said to, I said the same to Blackie in the ground. I thought it was just an unnecessary risk. Like anyone can get a whack, anyone can pull an hamstring, and had such a big week when you got Chelsea and Tottenham in a week. I just thought it was an unnecessary risk, but I don't know. Maybe you wanted a little bit of confidence, try and get Lukaku a goal, but it's for me. It was just with the game one. It was just an unnecessary risk. Did you think Swansea were really poor tonight? Yeah, I don't. I, I expected I, a lot. I think more. they looked like their their mind was elsewhere. I think clearly manager, team, fans, everyone heads on heads on staying up, and I, I don't think they were that bothered really. Which is a surprise, really, because United coming off a defeat, they're in, you know, they're a couple of wins into well, the that, tournament. That's it. Know, they just quarterfinals now. They made yeah, we're in the quarters now. They, they did. They made it easy for us. They just did. So, you know, when you look at what Huddersfield did, got in our faces, put us under pressure. They just did the opposite and just just made it very comfortable for us. And probably that if Mourinho could have picked handpicked a game after Saturday's game, it was probably that nice and easy, comfortable away. With this, uh, these charming police officers are now. Well, being not very charming and uh, donors on. How are we, ladies? Good, thank you. All right. Jamie, are you happier than you were at the weekend? A little bit. <laughs> God, you were fizzy. Oh, that was terrible. That was terrible. That second goal. Honestly. Under under 8, under 11. He nearly did it again, though, today, Lindelof, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, he nearly did it again. I don't know where... What? Why do we buy him? Why do we buy him particularly? Well, he must be up to something because well, we, with Mourinho, who, who does buy well, has also spent a wedge on him, so he must be. He must I have something about. I reckon that deal was done last year, and he stayed a year. And we and Mourinho cop for it. I uh, until he, I can't take him serious until he has a skinhead. Who uh, Lindelof? Yeah, until he has a skinhead. He uh, well. Uh, I can't take him seriously as a defender. Yeah, all defenders at Old Trafford should have skinheads. Yes, Ferdinand was knackered with his afro. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's cheered up Jesse a little bit. How are you, mate? <laughs> Canel, what are you doing? I'm crisp. You, they're going everywhere. 
I've done that because I want to do it. I'm taking the piss out of someone with Parkinson's here, which is a bit cruel, but that was better than Saturday, wasn't it? Wasn't shaking as much tonight. <laughs> um, well done on not getting run over this time. I know. Well, yeah. a bit you made me, do you know what? When you tweeted me this morning, when you said, <laughs> uh, how much does it cost for just just for the oh, one-way journey? Yeah. Yeah, it went down in fault law. That day you that day you jumped off the wall over the road here uh, <laughs> and went head first into a, it was a fiesta, wasn't it? I don't know, I didn't see it. <laughs> well you wrote it off. <laughs> well, I'd said that I was expecting a call from the uh, woman. Yeah. Is your message forgiving you still for that or does she still bring it up? She's not fucking talking because I said I was coming here today. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, that was definitely one. One, it, remember, it was one of the best ones away stories of all time. Absolutely, it was superb. That one, too. <laughs> Does he still get grief for it? Who? Him. Brendan. Yeah. Legend. He's, yeah, he absolutely <laughs> deserves it. Anyway, uh, that's us done. Uh, decent win for United, so we're all happy, as you can tell. I mean, slightly more upbeat. We've got probably what. Uh, we had a six-hour journey down here. It's probably going to be something like four and a half or five. Or five five hours home or something along the lines of that. No, don't get I don't want you to get anything out. I've had enough of you getting stuff out in Lisbon, thank you. No, we're uh, we're on the way back now. Uh, Little Tack is probably about five hours, so we reckon we'll be in Manchester about half two, three o'clock. So a late night for everybody. Lots of people making big commitments, time off work, getting back really late, uh, being work as normal time tomorrow I would imagine. Um, getting grief about um, getting grief from the boss and everything else because most people's productivity after nights like this tend to uh, tend to not be up to scratch but uh, anyway we'll worry about that tomorrow and I do include myself in that I must admit um, that's us done obviously we're in the hat for the next round which will be great hopefully we'll get a nice away trip somewhere decent um, and um, yeah and uh, next podcast will be um, at the weekend tough game for United against uh, certainly one of the best sides in the country if not the best um, but uh, a good opportunity for United to get back to winning ways and uh, also prove that they can compete against the bigger sides we'll see what the weekend brings on that front but for now good win for United into the next round um, only a couple of games away from getting to the Wembley final again and defending the League Cup until then uh, hopefully uh, hopefully we'll be uh, in a position where after the next round we'll be only a couple of steps away and then uh, the opportunity of an early bit of silverware becomes a bit more real for us Anyway, so we'll worry about that here at the time, but on to the weekend. Uh, I'll have the sellers back with me after the game at the weekend. If you didn't get the new mag at Huddersfield, um, it'll be out uh, three hours before kickoff, so we'll be on the street from something around half nine on Saturday selling the new mag. It's a great issue, loads of great stuff in it, and uh, we'll be out selling that. And then after the game, hopefully celebrating United win, me and the sellers will be back for the podcast. Until then, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon.